going on, everybody? Welcome to another short installment of uh, Philly Four Court Press. I am your host, Big T. Will. I got my producer extraordinaire, Mr. Mike O'Connell. What's going on, Mike? Oh, yeah, man. Happy to be here, Big T. Will. Exciting Sunday matchup between the Spurs and the Sixers coming up tonight. Shout the NFL draft, man. It is a great time to be a Philly sports fan. You know it. Yeah, man. It's also uh, that time of the year where you get headaches. Because some <laughs> some of some of the fan base likes what happened, the other half of the fan base doesn't like what happened, and you know everyone has very big opinions on which way the team should have went. But me personally, I'll just wait till September. You know they got they got Smith. I'm happy with that. Um, I really don't want to get into it. You know, <laughs> I'd let I'd let everybody else get into it and just talk to me in September. I'm not trying to trying to. Uh, get into football season. I'm I'm right now I'm in Sixers mode. You know? Yeah, and yeah, absolutely right, man. Right now, right now my mood is the Spurs this evening. Uh they're they're one in four, uh one and three in their last uh four games. And this potentially could be a trap game for the Sixers since they're starting this is a game one on the uh on the road, quick road uh quick road for them. So, you know, we have to watch that. Definitely have to watch it. The the good thing is the Spurs are on a back to back, so they play today and tomorrow. Uh, they are at uh, thirty one and thirty one. They're five hundred. The Sixers need to go in and handle business, Mike. They need to go in and and, pr- and show show their dominance early. Don't you think? Absolutely, man. And I, I'm honestly, I think uh, you know, the, blowing out the Hawks in those back to back games, uh, you know, in, a, in, in you know against Atlanta. I think it was huge to have that much of a lead going in the fourth quarter where you could rest the guys and, you know, you get the B team in there. And I, I, I don't know. I just think Dwight Howard leading the team in scoring on Friday night, I think that's great for, for everybody's morale. I think he's a great locker room guy and he's a leader, you know, veteran. I think, honestly, I understand your concern, but I really think the Sixers get it done tonight because they're rested and they're ready to go. Yeah, I mean Dwight Howard, he he played a heck of a game, and and you know he he led he led the team to scoring with 19 points in 17 minutes That's at 11 right. boards, so he was efficient, and yes. the whole team was efficient against Atlanta. You know, let's keep it real. The whole mm-hmm. team, you know, if you look at if you break down their efficiency and their numbers and points per minute, the whole team pretty much was was on on point, and it, like I said last installment. It's really important that the B team, the, the blue, as we call them, the blue coats, get in there <laughs> and they get some burn because it's going to it's going to be major for the playoffs. I think the boost is George Hill. I mean, it is such a it's such a, a fresher breath there to have a leader and a veteran on that second unit like George Hill. I think he's the perfect complementary to have moving shakeover. And Cork Moss to, to take the ball out of their hands and and let him run the second unit. Have Dwight moving around in Matisse's defense. I mean, it just opens everything up. It really does, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're right. Uh, Hill didn't even – I think he was over six from the field on Friday night. But still, just having his presence out there on the court, like you said, is so complimentary to guys like Cork Moss and, uh, and, and, and Shake Milton. And like you said, like, you know, keeping the ball out of their hands, keeping more of a balanced attack. It's great to see those guys develop more chemistry, 
you know, as the season winds down and, you know, heading to playoff time where all these guys are going to need to play, you know, key minutes throughout, uh, you know, could be a seven-game series. So you're absolutely right, man. Yeah, and, you know, the Sixers are also on a back-to-back, and and it's uh, they're, they're traveling south to uh, San Antonio. Then they got to come back up this way to Chicago tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what you, I'm going to feed off what you said. Let's get the starters, get up early, put San Antonio to rest, and then get your, uh, get your rest because you have a turnaround. Now, last time the Sixers played the Spurs, the Spurs got smacked and popped through in the white towel early. He threw the white towel in, in like the third quarter. And we didn't see we didn't see the starters come back pretty much. We saw one or two as the lead started to shrink a little bit. Right, right. Now, if the Sixers could do that again and Pop throws in the towel because they have a back-to-back, they got to go to Utah, I'm all for it. Let's, let's handle business early. Because Chicago's a different team than the Chicago Bulls that you've played a couple times. I mean, they hung with the Bucks, only lost by 10 the other night. And, you know, Atlanta cleaned themselves up and took it to them. So the Bulls are on a two-game – actually, they're on a three-game losing streak as well. So they're going to be well-rested because they're off – they've been off since yesterday. They're going to be off today. And then tomorrow, they got the Sixers coming in in Chicago. And the Sixers need to get that extra rest. So they got to handle business against San Antonio, Mike. Absolutely, T.O. And I, I, I'm honestly here to tell you, I know, uh, you know, it's, it's very fair. Don't get it twisted. You want to be a little tentative in terms of, you know, putting our faith in our guys. But I really think that these guys are locked in right now, you know, in all facets of the game, you know, from Embiid all the way down to guys, you know, role players like Shake, like Korkmaz. Like these, I really do think Doc Rivers has these guys all on the same page. And I think they will 100% not let us down and finish the season strong. I don't want to jinx us, but I really think these guys are just playing at a different level right now, and they have their eyes on the prize. And that prize right now is the number one seed. They better have their eyes on the prize. As much crap as I've been talking, I've been talking <laughs> trash all year, telling them that they were going to be the number one team in the, in the East. You know, yes, I was sir. skeptical. I was skeptical in the beginning. You know, I didn't because I got burnt before Brett Brown. Thanks a lot. But uh, <laughs> other than that, you know, I I. Probably about around All-Star break, right? All-Star break, my, my tune changed. I was like, yo, man, this is legit. This mm. is a fun squad. We're going to have fun this season. And everything's been coming to fruition. Now they got to finish strong, get this one seed. And it's, which also helps out, Mike, if you weren't paying attention, if you guys, everybody's looking at the draft, if you weren't really paying attention to the standings. <laughs> right. And you're, not on, and you're not online as much. The Brooklyn Nets just took a major L to – the Portland Trailblazers, 128 to 109. They got yes, shellac. Now, here's the thing. The six-game stretch for Brooklyn that we were talking about, it started tonight, really, when they played the home-and-home home against the Bucks, Dallas, Denver, Chicago, and San Antonio. And remember, I said they had to go three and three. Right. We need them to go at least three and three and the Sixers have to uh, handle business. Potentially only have, like, one loss, Pacers, Heat, maybe two. And they had the tiebreaker over the Nets. 
Now, we got big money, right? Because we got that extra oomph from Portland. <laughs> Portland did us a favor. So, now we need Milwaukee. We big Milwaukee fans the next couple nights. Yes, as sir. Much go as Bucks. We don't, yeah, go Bucks. As much as we don't want to be, we are. We are big Buck fans up here in the city <laughs> of brotherly love in the tri-state area because we need that. This is why it was always important to handle the games you need to handle, stack the wins you need to stack throughout the season because when it comes down to crunch time, you knew that it was going to be Sixers and Nets at the end and something was going to give. So now if the Bucks take this, if the Bucks take the next two, great. Sixers, you handle business, you take care of the Spurs, you take care of the Bulls, say no more. You get the number one seed. You get the number one seed. I don't care how else the schedule plays out. Because if you finish in a tie, Mike, mm-hmm. who has a tiebreaker? We got it. That's right. The Sixers got it. So let Milwaukee handle business. I know the Mavericks are pushing for the, uh, the fifth seed right now. So yep. they need as many wins as possible. Denver and the potential uh, MVP, Jokic, they're now in the third seed. Um, they're playing Brooklyn next Saturday. Yep. So they're going to need that win. They don't want to slide. So this is all this is all falling right in line. It's all coming together. About. It's all coming together. It's all coming together. And we need that. So, you know, that being said, you know, just one game at a time, going to San Antonio. Do what you got to do. Handle your business. Get your starters rest. And, um, you know, you move on to Chicago. And I'd like to see George Hill. I'd like to see George Hill run the whole second half, Mike. I'll be honest with you. Don't even, don't even bring Ben back in. You know, if, if they come out aggressive and they get up huge by halftime, second half, start the blue coats and let them run out. Because the more run they get, the better it's going to help us in the playoffs, Mike. Absolutely, man. And it was so great. You know, seeing uh, the other night against the Hawks, I mean, the Sixers just completely exploded in the second quarter. Uh, you know, they put up 40 points. They were, you know, just – they looked unstoppable after kind of a shaky first quarter. And I feel like going into halftime there, you know, Doc Rivers can just, you know, kind of open up his pockets and just kind of just do whatever needs to be done in terms of getting the blue coats out there. And having some confidence and just saying, hey, you know, do your, do your thing. So when we play like that in the second quarter and we're able to mount, you know, a lead that seems to be insurmountable, you know, uh, come, uh, come halftime, that's, that's when George Hill can run the point, can run the offense uh, in the second half. And that is so huge, you know, coming, uh, coming down the stretch and looking forward to the playoffs to get, you know, get these guys, that kind of, those kind of reps in, uh, you know, in real game-time situations. Yeah, you want them to have the, the same amount of flow of the game as your starters because, let's be real, that's going to tighten up the uh, rotation, and it's going to be more of a half-court game. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad. I'm glad we have a coach like Doc Rivers and a coaching staff that we have that we've seen throughout the year the Sixers can play half-court when need be. When right. need be, they switch up to the 2-3 zone and been keeping teams on lock and been making uh, comebacks when they got down off of the defensive side. 
because your defense creates your offense. And Doc has always preached that all season. So I'm going to ask you a question, Mike. Can the Sixers win the division? Can they win the Atlantic division after what we just broke down? Look, man, I, I think absolutely. You know, no joke, straight up. Like you said, you know, you want to keep, keep, keep your eye on the net schedule a little bit. We're Bucks fans for the next couple nights. But I really do think that this team controls their own destiny. And like you said, they take care of business one game at a time. You know, they stay consistent. They stay level-headed. They're going to get the one seed, no doubt in my mind. All right, so they win the Atlantic Division. Now, going into the playoffs, that means you're the one, number one seed. They, they win the Atlantic Division, obviously, because they have the uh, best record in the East. Yes, sir. Now, who potentially would you like to see round one? I mean, so you you look at the. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to give yeah I'm going to give you these three teams. You got Hornets, Pacers, and Wizards. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take, I'm gonna have to take the, uh, the, the the Wizards because like you said, man, you were <laughs> you were joking the other night the other night about how you know we could play five Russell Westbrooks and they can you know throw up triple doubles, and they still are not gonna. Not going to give us much of a worry. I think we sweep or maybe five games with all three of those teams. But I love to see yes. the Wizards, and I love to just, you know, just shut Russell Westbrook up. Yes. I, I, I'm a big – I love watching Russell Westbrook play. I, I'm a huge fan of his. I just like how he – I just like how he attacks, and he just he's don't dog. care about He's a dog. Team. That's, that's oh, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, honestly – and we talked about having an easier path to get to where we need to be as Sixer fans and as the Sixers team. They yeah. all they want to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, they feel like they're slighted uh, almost two years ago, and rightfully so. To get that sweep in the first round, I'd like to see the, the Young Hornets. Right, right. I'd like to see the Young Hornets because the Young Hornets, as much – of young raw talent they had, and I'm actually shocked that they're hanging on to the eighth seed right now. Yeah, surprise team. And you, yeah, they're they're a nice team. I'm a. I also like uh, Lamelo, and uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine uh, on his uh, podcast, Real Time, mm -hmm. and um, you know he's down in the Charlotte area, and I was trying to tell him when uh, during the draft we did a draft special that Lamelo Ball is he's special. Yeah, the kid is special. So, but that team doesn't have a lot of playoff experience. They got oh, a little bit, got, but not enough. No, nah, they so got not enough. Exactly. So not enough for them to hang with the Sixers round one. So I want to make this as easy as possible to get to the Eastern Conference <laughs> Finals to take care of business either against the Nets or the Bucks. So give me the Hornets mm. first round and sweep them. Get them out of here. Right. All right. Bring out the brooms. That's right. Second round. If it's got to be the Knicks, bring on the Knicks. Ben Simmons is undefeated against the Knicks. If it's the Hawks, we just showed the Hawks that they're, they're, they're not capable of hanging with us. If it's the Celtics, then damn it, bring it on. Let's go. <laughs> we, owe, we owe them two years in a row, okay? We oh, owe yeah. them at least two years. And I, like I said, the Heat, plenty of experience. Jimmy Buckets, he's a dog. That might be one that, you know, you get warmed up to get ready for the, the uh, Nets or Bucks. 
So, I mean, but personally, that's how I like to see it play out, you know, but we shall see. Hey, Mike, real quick, real quick question for you. Is it possible that the Sixers could have two award winners by the end of this season? Can they have the defensive player of the year in Ben Simmons and MVP in Joel Embiid? Look, I'm here to tell you right now, man, it is certainly now keep possible. keep it real, Mike. Keep it, it real. It is certainly possible. But I'm going to go ahead and say I think we'll at least get one. All right? I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that. We, we're going to at least get one of them. And like you said the other day, it might be co-MVP type of vibe this year with Jokic and Embiid because that's kind of how it is with the COVID season, the short season, whatever it is. But I think at least one of them will get the hardware at the end of the season, no doubt in my mind. I, I, you know what? I agree with you. The more I keep looking at this, and it sucks, man. <laughs> it, it does. It really sucks that it's, it's going to come down to this. But, um, you know, if they, made, if they made an offensive player of the year award, then, yeah, sure, have at it. But, right, right. You know, who knows about these writers with this season? No one, you know – you got half of them saying this, the other half doing that, putting up blind numbers on TV shows with no faces. Clearly, everybody who's watching the numbers know when they see 18 games, they know who that is. Yeah. But yeah. if you look at all the numbers and seeing where the teams are ranked, you know, it's obvious. You know, it's obvious that it beats having a better season. It's just that that knock, man, and it it sucks. But that's why I said it could be a co-MVP season. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if they – if the I can't – I don't even recall a co-MVP regular season. I, I know there's been one. I can't recall off the top of my head. I know there's been a couple in the All-Star game. You know, I think right, Shaq yeah. and Kobe had one yep. in the All-Star game. And then uh, LeBron had a co-MVP, I think, with yep. – uh, with, um, uh, what was his name? Off the top of my head, I can't remember. But – so, but – in the regular season, I'm not too sure. So, you know, my mind's, my mind's racing. I haven't really looked it up, but it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting just how everything's playing out. So, hey, Mike, final thoughts before we sign off to the people. Yo, see will man. I, I really think we take care of business tonight against the Spurs. Sunday night hoops, 8 o'clock tip. It's going to be a great game, but I really do think the Sixers will be resting their stars by the fourth quarter. Everything will be all good. Hopefully, the, the, the Bucks take care of business against the Nets, and then we'll be sitting atop the East, and we'll just continue riding the wave until the end of the season and lock up that number one, man. Yeah, shout-out to the Sixers signing uh, Anthony Tolliver through the rest of the season. So, you got your veteran also going into the uh, playoffs as well that could hit the three ball. So, you know, the roster is finally uh, shaped up coming down the stretch. Final thoughts for me is Sixers take care of business against the Spurs. Go into Chicago. Uh, don't have – don't let Zach Levine get off. I don't think uh, he should. I think he's hurt. Not sure if he's back or not yet. Uh, shout out to our guy Mark, our Mark, Mark uh, Gorman out in Chicago who's jumped on the podcast before uh, due to time strengths and, and – uh, the, the length and situation at hand, we couldn't get Mark on to talk about Chicago, but we'll definitely have him on in the all season. And, uh, you know, you go into Chicago, you handle that, and there's no doubt in my mind, you know, you end that road trip in Houston, 
You come home, you rest up, and you get ready for the Pelicans. So the Pelicans are balling right now, Mike. I don't know if you saw, but yeah, they're no uh, joke, man. Lonzo and 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 um the the, Zion? the baby freak, yeah, Zion, <laughs> the baby up, freak. <laughs> they put up seventy <laughs> points the other night combined. So you know, they're not a slouch team. You know, yeah, I caught some slack. I caught some slack when um they beat us last time. I and I and I don't yeah. even know why I caught the slack because I didn't even talk trash about. <laughs> You talk trash about the Pelicans, and you know somebody, <laughs> good friend of the show, texted me all early in the morning, saying, "Oh, how'd you lose to the Pelicans? You got supposed to lose that game. They're, they're average team, yada." I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Where's this coming from?" So, <laughs> but you know, it, it's all fun. But uh, so the Sixers—that's a redemption game, and you know, usually when they have the redemption game, uh, we usually take care of business. Yeah, they but come to play. They come to play. Yeah, you 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 already got smacked in the mouth by New Orleans. You already know what to expect, so you're gonna have to be on your on your on your toes and, and be ready for that game. And the good thing is you got a day in between. You got practice and film session, so you know you come out you come out swinging. You handle that, and I'm telling you right now, just fear the deer. As much as I can't stand that team, <laughs> just do just yo give your big boy one love for me. That's all. Give me just one, one out of two, and then yeah. we gravy. We gravy. Absolutely. We're sitting in the east, and it's going to be a beautiful thing. Hey, yo, man, I'm your host, Big T. Will. That's my man, Mike or Mike uh, O'Connell. Listen, we got another quick installment coming up shortly. Check out the last three that we've been putting together. This is Billy Four Court Press. We'll be back on the other side with another episode. Peace. <laughs>